0: May God's grace and God's mercy and peace be yours in the name of our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. The text for the message comes from our uh, our two readings from 1 Peter and from the Gospel of John. Let's pray. O Lord, our shepherd, in this season of Advent, bless our time in your word and in your presence and may the words of my mouth may the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight o lord for you are our maker and our redeemer amen amen in uh, 2016 the the telegraph a, a british newspaper reported that there was a, a flock of over 1300 sheep that had to be rounded up by police in a in a spanish city after their shepherd had fallen asleep. (laughs) Uh, According to the authorities, the police were alerted to this presence of this extremely large flock attempting to negotiate the streets uh, in the center of the city around 430 in the morning when a resident dialed uh, the equivalent of 911. And uh, the dozing shepherd was meant to keep those sheep in check outside of the city while he waited for the clock to strike 7. That's when he was able and due to guide the sheep northward through the city toward the uplands where the flock would graze during the hot summer months. Well, the police finally found the shepherd. And, and he at the time, he was still peacefully sleeping. And together, that embarrassed shepherd and the police officers were able to eventually gather together all those sheep and ex- extract them from the city and return them to their pastures. As we think about this thought today as the, uh, the God with us as the shepherd, and there are a couple of remarkable statements for us. First one is, the bad news is that the shepherd is watching. Second one is, the good news is that the shepherd is watching. Let's think about the bad news first. The bad news is the shepherd is watching, because really, does the shepherd really know how important it is For us to do our sheep-like thing, you know, to wander around uh, uh, the succulent greens just over the next hill, to walk to the places that that we pretend that we have set for ourselves. Maybe it's to ignore the call or the, the head in the direction of the next beckoning light, to move to the front of the herd and pretend like we're the ones leading. Maybe it's to follow the voice that we create in our own imagination. Because it's hard to be a sheep, isn't it? Because a lot of times it feels like our creativity is sort of stunted, Uh, maybe our independent thinking is crushed into conformity and our abilities are underappreciated. This marvelous contribution we have to give to the world is hidden under our appointed place. Wouldn't it be great to be free? Free to make our own decisions and free to go our own way, free to, to find our own spotlights and free to attend to our own needs. Wouldn't it be great to run around in the pastures of our own choosing and climb to the hills of our own desires? Well, the bad news is the shepherd is watching us run around like we can control the world until we fall, until we wander into the canyons and fall into the pits, until we find the limits of our abilities, the consequences of our own choices, the dead ends of our own self-serving decisions oh how good it is to know that we are under the watchful eye of the shepherd who never sleeps who never turns away who never gives up on us who who never leaves us alone who never abandons us to the past that we have chosen who never stops watching and waiting and calling how good it is to know that the shepherd promises that we will not want even when we followed our own wants and been found wanting. Yes, the good news is the shepherd, the good shepherd is watching. In the reading tonight from the gospel, Jesus calls himself the good shepherd. But if we're honest, we really don't run into shepherds in our world today. in fact, the true shepherds in our country are, are like a vanishing breed. But shepherds were particularly important in New Testament times. Sheeps were raised, raised for their wool, uh, used in clothing. The skins were used to make containers for wine and water. The sheeps were, uh, were used for milk and meat and more. But some remarkable facts about the shepherd of biblical times, truth tell us that by what Jesus is saying about himself, when he calls himself the good shepherd. The shepherd was an important position, at least in Old Testament times. Sometimes family members would watch over their sheep, but, but sometimes uh, sheep of the village were all put together so one shepherd could care for them. But the shepherd had a 24-7 job, right? But there was a shift in how that shepherd was perceived because in Old Testament times, King David was that shepherd, right? And so that was a, a very noble idea. But by Jesus' time, the shepherds that were uh, announced the birth of Christ, they were not regarded as highly as they once were. Shepherd had important duties. They were expected to make sure the sheep had enough food. They had to make sure to lead the sheep to the green pastures and still waters, that they were safe in the sheepfold at night. When the shepherd led, the sheep did not meet to vote on whether they should follow the shepherd. They, They trusted the shepherd, and they followed. Now, as Jesus' sheep... We don't gather and vote on whether to follow him. The shepherd knows where to lead. And we know to follow him. The shepherd at the time was also expected to lay down his life for the sheep. To protect them, whatever the threat. The sheep did not question his ability to care for them. They trusted, they followed, they depended on the shepherd to do what was necessary to keep them safe. And is Jesus' sheep... We depend on our good shepherd to take care of us. The Lord is my shepherd, we say. There there are no other, right? Our shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. The Savior loves his sheep, and we as sheep trust him. The shepherd knew his sheep, and they knew him. Sometimes flocks of several shepherds would meet and get mixed together as they were looking for new pastures or in a watering hole. But the sheep knew their shepherd. He could stand aside and call. They knew his voice. His sheep knew their shepherd's voice, and they would come to him. We know our shepherd's voice, don't we? It comes to us in his word. And in the word, as it is shared with us, Jesus said, My sheep hear my voice. I know them, and they follow me. Jesus calls us to follow. Do you hear his call? In Bible times, shepherds knew sheep were not very bright. (laughs) They often strayed, following the illusion that the grass is indeed greener in the next pasture. I own a few copies of a great little book written nearly a quarter century ago by a former shepherd by the name of Philip Keller. He titled the book, A Shepherd Looks at Psalm 23. If you have never read it before, go ahead and get it. It's a quick read. It's a good book. He tells about his experience as a shepherd in East Africa. He tells the fact that the uh, land adjacent to his was rented out by a tenant shepherd, but that shepherd didn't take very good care of his sheep. The land, it was overgrazed. It was eaten down to the ground. The sheep were thin, diseased by parasites, and attacked by wild animals. Philip Keller especially remembered how the neighbor's sheep would line up at the fence and just stare in the direction of his property where the grass was greener and looking at his healthy sheep, almost as if they were yearning to be delivered from their abusive shepherd. They longed to come to the other side of the fence, and they really wanted to belong to him as Christians we understand that the identity of the shepherd is everything. It's wonderful to be able to say, the Lord is my shepherd. Our good shepherd knows that we will stray. That we will stray after things that we think will make us happy and fulfill us. Of course, we get disappointed and find ourselves wandering somewhere far away from the shepherd. But remarkably, the shepherd never waits for us to find our way home. The shepherd leaves the other sheep to come looking for us. He will not give up on us. He searches until he finds us and gently brings us back. It's all too easy to get spiritually lost in our world. Temptations surround us. We cannot overcome them on our own, and so our Good Shepherd comes out for us, seeks us out, calls us back, surrounds us with his loving care, and holds us as his own now and eternally. So when we call Jesus our Good Shepherd, we're naming him as the one we know, the one we listen to, the one we follow, the one we trust, the one who brings us safety, and peace. We have no other shepherd. Sometimes in this season of Advent and preparation, it can seem, it seems like maybe it's like a, sometimes like a hollow joy, a joy based on momentary feelings and, and, and fun or good feelings. But in this Advent season, let's flip that around. Because the coming in the Christ child Offers to you and to me a chance to find again that contented joy of being found and being cared for as his sheep. We know that we're going to hear the announcement of good news of great joy to all people. We'll hear that in a couple weeks. We will celebrate that God is with us again in the child of Bethlehem, the child who will become, by his death and resurrection, our good shepherd a good shepherd that will keep us as his own, a good shepherd that will carry us into eternity. And so this idea, God with us, God is with us. He's our shepherd. So let's rejoice in his love and in his care in this season. Amen. And now may the peace of God that transcends all understanding guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.